What do we do when we find ourselves up against the many leadership challenges that exist within our chosen careers? We all have goals and achievements that we would like to accomplish. Unfortunately, these desires don't come equipped with insight or awareness on how to bring these accomplishments to light. In essence, this is why the Dream Octane Niche Finder Framework was formed. Our founder, Clifton C. Manning, spent the first 17 of his 20-year career in healthcare working with physicians and healthcare leaders to achieve patient-centric goals while possessing only an associate's degree in applied science. At times, these challenges were daunting, and he felt unqualified to achieve the success he wanted. However, he focused on becoming intentional in reading every leadership book that he could find, as well as attending frequent seminars in areas where he saw opportunities to improve. Over time, as he applied insights gained from these various sources, he was able to successfully and efficiently cross the hurdles he found himself up against. Eventually, varying degrees of success within his sphere of leadership influence became more evident. The Niche Finder podcast is intended to bring similar insight to you, the listener, from those who have achieved some level of noteworthy success in their chosen career. Our hope is that the challenges they have overcome in the past will provide insight for your current leadership struggles and unlock the dream of achieving success in your own career. We believe that if innovative change is an engine, your unique dreams and abilities could be its fuel. And now I present to you the host of the Niche Finder podcast, Clifton C. Manning. Today we have Vanessa Tripata. Yeah, she's an MBA graduate from Rutgers Executive MBA program. We were actually classmates. Uh, I, I, I just love having these embers, these rembas on the show because I already I know personally that they have so much value to share. And I really want to share that same value with you. So without further ado, let's get right into the project manager or project management space with someone who has both had entrepreneurial uh, aspect of project management and, and, and also corporate and so much to value to offer, so well-rounded. So I'm going to just get out the way and let her step into the spotlight. Without further ado, again, let's just introduce the Niche Minder Podcast to Vanessa Tripata. Welcome to the program. Oh, my goodness. What a wonderful introduction, Cliff. Thank you so much. I am so flattered that I'm actually on your podcast. Congratulations to you and your success. Um, yes, I am a Rimpa graduate. <laughs> I love it. And actually, um, getting my MBA has opened up many doors for me. Um, in the past, I have been a project manager for uh, like you said, in the corporate space, um, as well as the space owning my own business. Um, I have a passion for organization. I have a passion for bringing people together um, and giving them something tangible to talk about. Mm. So why would the audience have a vested interest in your journey? Um, basically, because my journey was not easy. Mm. Um, I have I've stepped out of corporate um plenty of times to actually raise my family. Um, I, I quit my career, my growth with the company that I was with to raise my first daughter. Then I went back and I went back to corporate. And I was working on my career. And then again, I stepped aside and stayed at home with my second daughter. So, you know, um, there's been different events that happened in my family as far as my father passing away, which I had to step back. So as 
everyone, everyone has difficult times in their family or difficult times in their life and you have to overcome that. And now I'm a stronger person for the things that I went through. Um, and that's why I think people should have a vested interest that they probably can relate to what I've been through in life. Mm. Now, what external struggles were you dealing with at the start of your journey? Um, probably being a female in the technology world, um, being an African-American female working with um, a male-dominant field, which is technology, was very difficult because it's it's kind of hard to be heard as a female in um, the technical world. Um, Like I said, I'm I'm not a coder. Um, I'm not the technical architect, but I was a project manager on different technology positions and different technology projects, which it made it difficult for me to work in that space because I am a female. So... I dealt with that, um, and I think actually going back and um, getting my MBA, it gave them say, okay, hey, this this girl is smart. You know, she has the credentials to do the job. So I kind of overcame that struggle because I went back and got my MBA. Not to say it doesn't still exist. It always exists. You know, it's just that it's, you just have to constantly prove yourself. It's a day-to-day struggle. <laughs> To prove yourself that you are capable and you are smarter than the rest than the next guy. Mm. Well, what I love about that aspect of your journey is that you had the struggle that you were up against, as you said, as an African as a, as an African American and also as a female. Uh, but yet and still, it's almost like Maya Angelou's poem, right? Still I rise. <laughs> so I see, and now you're getting opportunities where not only are you working in that space, but it sounds like you potentially could be even leading others in that space. Uh, did you find yourself up against any internal struggles during this transition? Um, internal struggles, doubting myself. You know, I mm. doubted myself a lot. I doubted myself when I had to come um, and speak in front of the stakeholders, to speak in front of the CEO, the vice president. I was doubting my credentials. I was doubting myself. I, I didn't have the confidence. Again, I'm going to take that back to getting my MBA. Um, during that two-year program, it gave me the confidence that I never had. Um, it gave me the, I guess, the fight, the drive to accomplish the things I need to accomplish. So now I think I'm a fierce leader now, you know, Mm. Um, I'm up for positions as, you know, I'm being interviewed for positions as director, associate director, no longer a project manager. So that's an accomplishment for me. And I'm very proud of that. Mm. Did you have any mentors along the way? Um, I will say, I think (laughs) Professor Landana. I think he was he was not only a professor, as you know, he was actually a person she can talk to. Um, yeah. Someone to get advice from, someone that will actually uh, give you a referral. So, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of our professors were like that. So I, I think I had, um, I think Professor Landana was my mentor during those two years. Mm-hmm. And what roadblocks did you feel, find yourself overcoming? You kind of touched on some of them, but I'm just wondering, did you have, did you hit any roadblocks at the start of the journey? Um, I would say financial roadblocks, because it's always that case. You know, um, during that time, my husband actually uh, left his job. He took a package deal because they were actually laying off people at his job. Mm-hmm. So. I was, I'm in school, he's out of a job, we have two kids, 
you can imagine how that can be. Okay, you know, I need to go ahead and bring in some money. <laughs> We're like, we got to pay the bills. Right, right. So th- that's a struggle. Now, should I go ahead and s- continue my business? My business was, it was okay. But after the pandemic, you know, who was having parties? Who was having events? Because my part, my business is an event planning business. So that was a struggle. So I knew that I had to go back out there and corporate and get another a job, a real job, you know, mm. um, during the time my husband was unemployed. So I think the family dynamics, the internal aspect of that, that was a struggle for me because you're kind of, I'm thinking about all these things. It's a, it's a stressor, you know, mm. what are we going to do? How am I going to do this? So, you know, that can be a definite struggle. Wow. Uh, what epiphany did you experience and what new opportunity did you discover for that event? After that happened? What, what else? Yes. Well, just in your journey, just in your journey in general, did you find yourself experiencing an epiphany that, that made you say, you know what, I'm actually thinking differently about uh, this aspect of my journey? Well, I, the thing I thought about most was, um, and you talk about the niche, I had a niche, but I think every day we're thinking about, you can have multiple niche, you can have multiple things that you want to accomplish. Um, I found myself thinking that, okay, hey, I overcame so many different things in my life and here I am today, today stronger than ever. Um, I can do whatever I need to do to make my dreams come true. Nothing should, nothing should stop me. So it was like a, a light bulb that went off and say, hey, wait a minute. Why are you doubting yourself? You're confident. Now you got your MBA. You've been um, scattered for different higher level positions. I can do whatever I want to do. If I want to create another business other than the event planning business, I can do that. So those internal, external struggles throughout my life made me a stronger person. And it did turn on the light in my head like, okay, hey, I made it and I can still make it. Hmm. You know, it's so interesting, you know, if we take a commercial break on this, you know, when you watch, I don't know, Marvel, DC, whatever it is that is out there now, sci-fi wise, right? Um, the the only way that the superhero um, or the person with this superhuman characteristic ends up rising to the top is because there's adversity, right? And so I almost feel like even though that is sci-fi, even in reality, there are opportunities that we would fail to rise to the occasion if not for some struggle right there's like in, inside of the adversity when we fight it and we you know through faith or you know and persistence we find that there is actually triumph in there somewhere if we just stay tenacious enough and stay and stay on course no i think that's true um but you know let me not forget to mention if it wasn't for my faith and my belief mm. And I must say that that comes first. That that plays a very important role in who I am today and what I've accomplished. Um, God, mm. I am a mm. I, I am a Christian. I do mm. believe. Um, Amen. I pray and I do have faith. So if it mm. wasn't for Jesus Christ Himself, mm. I wouldn't be here today. So, Amen. Yes. 
Hey, man, I, I, I echo that. I echo that. You know, <laughs> I echo that. Having a relationship with Christ is so important, and I think that um, what that helps, even when it comes down to internal and external struggles, um, there is a uh, a guiding a guidance that comes from that to know that whatever state that you find yourself in, you're never too low. That God can't reach down and, and help to pull you up from it. And so I, I, I appreciate you um, giving voice to that. So this is what I call your your journey. Right. Um, what I would like to look at now is what I define as your niche. Right. And so the niche falls into five different categories, um, things that we are passionate about, purposeful, that things that we do that feels purposeful, the patterns that things we do naturally well, proficiencies, what we've learned to do well over time and problem solving. So when it comes down to passions, what do you have strong interest in or what have you had strong interest in up until this point? I have interest in bringing people together in a physical space that you can actually meet people, you can come together, you can um, talk about different things, come up with ideas, solutions. Um, you can actually have fun. Um, mm. you know, whether And I can relate that back to my corporate event planning, my Sweet 16 parties, because you're creating... A space where people enjoy themselves. You're actually forgetting your problems. You're organizing something. And then the next day you have something to talk about. Oh, I had such a great time at this event. You know, it's giving them something tangible to talk about. So that is my passion, whether it's um, creating a, 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 a plan or a project, a product, even if it's creating a product that someone can utilize, something that makes a difference. That's my passion. To make someone happy, to see a smile on someone's face, and when I was wow. creating, when I was creating Sweet Sixteen or planning Sweet Sixteen parties, because my um, company was an event planning company, to see those girls' faces when they walk into the room and they see how their party is decorated—I mean, I know that's wow. very it's trivial to some people, but to little girls that have low self-esteem that. Maybe mm. they didn't have the money or the finances to throw themselves a party because I actually did um, parties out of my money, out of my budget for girls that couldn't afford it. Wow. But to see their face, that that's my passion. That brings me happiness. You know, you mm. just no one else other than yourself. We can always be selfish sometimes, but let's do a selfless act. Mm. A selfless deed. Mm. I love it. I hear service all wrapped into that statement and that that's that the journey that you're talking about right there. So that's your passion. Now, what do you do that feels purposeful? What do you do that when you do it, you kind of feel like I was made for that moment? Um, <laughs> the ability to stay calm under pressure. Mm. That is my um, I, I, I don't know. That's my strong suit. And I feel when I can stay calm under pressure and calm someone else down. That is my purpose. I feel good about that because not too many people can do that. Um, And and maybe having children (laughs) and with kids, you know, you have to stay calm because if they hit themselves in the head or if they have to go to the doctor or stitches, whatever, as a mother, you can go crazy and just be a nervous wreck. But I have the ability to stay calm under pressure. Um, I have the ability to uh, problem solve. Those are different skills that I, I possess. Um, and I take pride in because I think that's my strong suit. Hmm. You know, Les Brown has a quote that says, want shows up in conversation, expectation 
shows up in behavior. When it comes down to problem solving, what type of problems do people come to use to solve in a unique way? Um, I can tell you what my daughters come to me to solve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from every everything, um, even from my husband, um, how should I handle this? this um, person on the job how should I um, talk to my my boss um, you know what can I say um, giving them solutions uh, a different avenue to take to solve their problem um, you know hey mom a couple of girls they won't let me in their little clique what should I do how should I handle it I can talk my daughter into okay what this is what you should do why don't you try this um, different problems whether it's on the job okay we have these angry stakeholders um, that's not happy with the project or we went totally over budget hey it's not the end of the world <laughs> let's talk about it let's see what we can do what, what are the next steps we can take to maybe um, bring it back to where we don't have to spend any more money how can we how can we resolve this project or how can we conclude this project and still remain at the same price like don't go too much over budget so I, I think I have the ability to problem solve by just staying calm it's not the end of the world let's talk through this hmm. what do you do that you feel is a natural pattern of yours flexibility <laughs> and maybe that's an unnatural pattern but I'm very flexible um, I just roll with the punches mm. um, if something needs to be changed if I need to change I'm like okay oh well that's life mm. and what what about proficiencies what have you learned to do well over time um, I must say being organized my organizational skills I've learned to improve that over time mm. um, by putting um, the things that is most important first. You know, mm. we have so many different things in life that we do, um, but there are some priorities that you need to say, okay, hey, let's just get this done first, you know? Um, mm. and, and the little minor details, that can wait. Although that stresses you out, you want to do it. But that's not that important. Let's put what's important first and let's get that done. So I think just organizing everything in my life, organizing mm. my home, organization on my job, organizing everything. <laughs> Everything's organization. Mm. You can, you won't, I mean, you have to have organization in order to function. <laughs> mm. You're organizing your life daily, even if you don't know it. You know, you come home, you eat dinner. That's the plan. After you eat dinner, you're going to sit down for a while, maybe read a book. Then you're going to go, you're going to take a shower, you're going to brush your teeth. Everything is like step by step by step. It's organized. Otherwise, mm. we'll, we'll live in a chaotic world. You have to have yeah. organization. Mm. So we covered your journey. We've covered your niche. Now I want to get your secrets. And I want to preface that by a quote, giving you a quote from, um, paraphrase quote from Sir Isaac Newton. He says, the dwarf that stands on the shoulder of giants can see further than the giant. So now what I would like to use you as the giant of someone who has had the experience, right? So this is, this is the giant self right now talking to the dwarf self back in the day, the younger person who 15, 20 years ago didn't have the knowledge 
the experience didn't have the triumph to go along with the adversity that they were currently going through, what secrets would you share with your younger self that will help to accelerate their journey from where they are at that point to where you are today? Um, take every opportunity that's given to you. Never give up on opportunities. Never close the door. Um, if one door opens, another. If one door closes, another door opens. Take that. Go through that door. Never doubt self. Doubt yourself. Um, know that you can do it, and keep going because it may it may seem impossible today, but tomorrow's a new day. Be encouraged. Mm. Mm. That's I love something that I didn't have. You know. Mm. But learn to you learn to adapt to that you learn to you know um how to live with your with your challenges you learn to live with regrets but you know i didn't if i had someone a giant to talk to me <laughs> in my younger self and to tell me what expectations was out there then maybe i would have chosen a different path but now you learn so i would tell my younger self hey it's going to get better. It's going to be all right. Don't don't doubt yourself. Just keep moving. Keep going. Mm. I love that. Um, Nelson Mandela actually has a quote that said, it always seems impossible until it's done. So if you were to look at now that you've, you know, I would say have gotten to a level where you can say you've refined your niche to where it is right now, uh, what secrets do you have for the niche finder community to staying committed? Well, as I said before, I don't think I've, I'm still finding my niche. Mm. I don't think a niche is something you can say, oh, I got my niche. That's it. You can discover a different niche every single day. Mm. So I had a niche. I had, like I said, a passion for organization. I, I still do. I did that. But now I may find another niche. Mm. So it, it never stops. You're, you're always continuing to grow. You don't need just one niche. I can have multiple niches. There's mm. not a that's not a limit to a niche, and that's just my mm. opinion. I love it. Um, what level of intensity does one need to have, in your opinion, to achieve their dream? Um, you have to have gumption. You have to have. You have to be strong. You have to have the know-how. You can't, like I said, you can't self-doubt yourself. You have to be strong and just be confident. Mm. And how important is it for you to be consistent in the pursuit of your your niche or the refinement of it? It's important to me, but not that important because like I said, I can discover a new niche anytime I want to. Just because I don't, if I have a niche and I didn't go through with them, like, okay, let me define something else that I'm passionate about. I don't think it's just a one-stop shop. Um, you can have multiple uh, avenues, multiple journeys, multiple niches. Um, as an entrepreneur, I think that if I want to have two businesses or different things, you know, I, I do little different things on the side, I can do that. Mm. So let me ask you this. The last two questions that I would ask you, the first one of the last of the last two is what action items would you give to someone in the niche finder community that you feel are must haves to pursuing your dream and fulfilling it? Um, have faith. 
always educate yourself. Education never stops. And find some, find a mentor or find someone that can help you. Some a subject matter expert that may can help you in areas that you fall short. Never be afraid to ask for help. Everyone needs help. I mean, you may be smart in one thing and another thing you need to, you need a person that has had experience that may can help you. So always ask for help. I love it. You know, one one reason that I love doing a niche finder podcast because I actually get people who have achieved some level of success or expertise and they can talk about their beginning. Um, it kind of ties into Nelson Mandela's quote that says, there is nothing like returning to a place that remains unchanged to find the ways in which you yourself have altered. The last question that I would ask you here is, how do you know when it is time to change course versus staying focused on your goal? When you're losing money. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Keep it real. That's it. (laughs) When you're losing money, when I had my um, business online, which was, uh, I did invitations, labels, things like that. I was paying Yahoo more money than I was making because years ago, um, Yahoo, whatever business would charge you for every click. So whether or not someone purchased from my business, I would still get charged. I'm like, okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm not making. It's, it's cost me more than what I'm making. So at some point, you know, if it's not profitable, if it's not making you happy, then let it go. Like I said, find another niche. There's not a limit to the niches you can have. I love it. Now. If someone wants to get in contact with you to learn more about the project management space, to learn more about how you transition from one niche to an, to another, or to just, you know, maybe just lean up under you to get some of that tenacity that you've had over the years that's gotten you to your triumphs, how would they get in contact with you? They can search me up on LinkedIn. Send me a message through LinkedIn and I'll respond. All right. So give, give them the spelling of your name there. Um, it's Vanessa, V-A-N-E-S-S-A. And the last name is Sripada, S-R-I-P as in Peter, A-D as in David A. And to the Niche Finder community, you can definitely visit us if you are a coach, consultant, or counselor. And look, you are you want to avoid the, the three biggest mistakes that people in your sphere of influence make when trying to move their business online, you can visit us on launchmyniche.org. That is launchmyniche.org. And there you will find three quick answers to that question. And not only that, but we'll also give you some tools to help get you on your way to not having that a part of your dream or a part of your journey. If we can, if I had somebody to give me this years ago when I first started, I would be very excited and it would help to accelerate my dream from where it was to where it is today. And so um, that's something that's free. You can go on there again, uh, go on to launchmyniche.org, learn the three biggest mistakes and also get the three tools to counteract those three biggest mistakes that coaches, consultants and counselors make when moving their business online. And you can also visit us on dreamoctane.org. We look forward to not only giving you these materials, but we also look forward to having the very next guest on who can share their journey towards success. Vanessa, I want to thank you for being a part of the Niche Finder community today. I thank you for those nuggets that you dropped for us. Any last words to share? Um, uh, No, thank you so much, Cliff. I appreciate it. And for those niche finders out there, good luck to you. Don't give up on your dreams and stay true to yourself. 
All right. All right. Thank you, everyone. Again, we look forward to speaking to you with the very next guest who can help you on your journey towards your dream. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye.